and welcome back to another FACT Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. And in today's uh, podcast, we're going to just do a quick one on something my wife recommended, Belinda, said, why don't you do a podcast on sleeping postures? We were watching a uh, YouTube video, Brian Shaw, one of the strongest men in the world, and he had like injured his neck and actually got a double crush syndrome. That's where you crush a peripheral nerve, a nerve coming out of your neck all the way down your arm. You crush a nerve in two places. He had to get two surgeries to release the nerve and his hand had atrophied. It was almost flesh on bone, only skin on bone. And just, it was all from his sleeping position. This guy weighs four, 450, if anything, and uh, was sleeping on his stomach with his arm up and you know after he had like injured his uh his his bicep he had tore his bicep and got surgery that same arm he could only lay in certain positions and he ended up with a double crush um i'm sorry that doesn't even make sense now yes i used to sleep on my stomach too when i was a small child but let's just go over that and and i'm going to make this really quick I am going to go over some posture too, some like, yes, yeah, sitting posture and standing posture. Why is that important? Because it drives the emotion of your brain. I'm going to say it again. Posture unconsciously drives emotion and processing in your brain. How, so all of you can try this experiment. Sit down in a chair, bring your chin to your chest, Bring your shoulders forward, slump forward like you just heard the news that your best friend's leaving you, your dog died, you lost your pickup truck, you lost your job. Sounds like a country music song, right? So your life is a country music song. You're bent forward. You're not breathing deeply. Hold that position for five minutes and try to think a wonderful, passionate, successful thought, a happy thought. You can't. Now that all has to do with neurology, people. And, you know, I can go into the fact that, you know, a lot of this is run by reticular spinal, olivary spinal tracts in your spinal cord. I don't want to get into all the technical neurology, but folks, this is biology. It is just neurology. If you can maintain an upright posture, chest up. And yes, ladies, chest up. I have four teenagers that I'm always, four teenage girls that I'm always screaming that they got to have their shoulders back, chest up. Why? Not only do you breathe better from your abdomen, from your diaphragm, you breathe low and slow, which actually lowers stress hormones and increase happy hormones like serotonin and dopamine. And you get better oxygen exchange. Yes, your percentage of oxygenation goes up and you don't want to blow off um, too much CO2 and be, hi be in hyperventilation syndrome. So when you're hyperventilating, even chronically, I don't mean you, you're walking in a dark alley, see a black cat and you hyperventilate and you got to blow in a brown paper bag. I'm not talking that. I'm talking a very subtle change in how much frequency you breathe in and out. So say your normal rate is 11 or 12 times a minute you breathe in and out. If you go to 13 or 14, it's going to affect your heart. It's going to affect your brain functions, metabolic functions. Yes, even like digestion. That's all going to be affected, not in six days, 
Not even six weeks, six months, yes. Six years, you're gonna be a mess. You're gonna have all kinds of weird conditions. So, so you don't wanna blow off too much CO2. You wanna blow off the right amount of CO2. And that depends on low, slow, deep breathing. You wanna get the oxygenation in, okay? That is low, slow, deep breathing. And you get all kinds of good, happy hormones. That can be controlled by good posture. Head back, chest up, shoulders back, just like your grandmother told you or your first grade teacher. The problem is right now during the lockdown, we're all bent forward, sitting when we should be standing most of the time, or at least squatting, sitting, shoulders forward, looking at a tablet or a laptop or a computer screen or these damn little smartphones. We're bent forward. When you bring your shoulders forward and you bend forward, it is hard to get a full exchange of air. Not only are you not getting enough oxygen, ready for this, but our postures, sorry, we're mammals, we're animals. Our postures have certain ancient neurological behavior um, cues tied to them. So you look at a dog. When a dog is submissive, they put their tail between their legs. When they're interested or a little scared, they perk their ears up. Um, when they're ready for fighting, they get into a certain position, just like a cat will. That's really important. Why? And when we're down, we put our head down. We put our chest forward. We don't breathe deeply because you can't in that position. Guess what? You start driving your brain to be submissive and to be in fear. Now, that's okay if the leader in your cave is a benevolent person. Or that's okay if you need to be disciplined because you did something wrong and you need to learn a lesson. You know, you uh, just burnt your your son uh, or your brother Og in the fire. You know, now we got to produce another kid. The caveman smack him and, you know, you put your head down or whatever and walk away. You know, that, but that was 10,000 years ago. Nowadays, we are conditioning ourselves to not be people that are driven forward, that are moving forward, that see the best opportunities in life, can focus on success, can focus on the community and other people. It's amazing to me, and, and this is something real important, and there's no scientific studies for this. This is just my observation from 40 years of looking at human beings. Those with the forward head, chest, chin down, chest down, shoulders slumped forward, poor breathing, poor posture, your first grade teacher would call it, your grandmother, your mom would call it poor posture, always have some type of mental health condition where, you know, they're more submissive. They live in fear. They have anxiety. We'll just say they could have generalized um, anxiety, okay? Why is that important? Well, if you look at the pandemic and trying to control people, and I'm not going to go into whether masks make you breathe better or not. We, we know if you shove a cloth in front of your face, you're not breathing as well as if there was nothing there. Sorry, I'm not even going to get into that argument. Does it stop viruses? Some of them it does. Sorry for the non-maskers out there. It does stop things. It absolutely does. Does it stop coronaviruses? No, they're too small. Stop being an idiot. 
Um, yes, it stops sputum. If you have coronavirus in your sputum and you're running a fever, hell yeah, it will, um, it will, you know, stop them if it's there. But if you're trying to prevent your buddy who coughed in the room 10 minutes ago and the the coronavirus, because it's small, is still aerosoled, floating around like a dust particle, because it's one one thousandth or one ten thousandth the side of a, size of a dust particle. It's floating around. It's going to get in your eyes and cause an infection. I don't want to get into that because all you guys know common sense. You know geometry. You know math, and you know the studies out there show that's true. Six feet doesn't do it. Sorry, we've had some studies where it goes out 36, 40 feet, and yes, coronavirus can last. A, viable up to 10, 10 days on a hard surface. So now that you can really be scared because you're scared of this cold virus, go for it. But anyway, your posture, your posture is so important. By keeping your shoulders back, chest up, not only do you, you get some good breathing mechanics, you strengthen your spinal curves, you have three curves in your spine, a neck curve that goes forward, a thoracic or rib cage curve that goes backwards, and a low back lumbar curve that goes forward. With those three curves, our spine's 10 times as strong. That's why there's arches and bridges, um, arches in uh, churches. They actually dissipate the gravity better than, believe it or not, something straight up and down. And that's real technical that you can ask your engineer friends why that works. Um, we don't have time to do that here, though I could do it for you if you want it. But with those three curves, our spine's like 10 times as strong. That's why people can deadlift 800 pounds or squat 1,000 pounds. It's with those normal curves in the spine. Once those normal curves um, get flattened, become aberrant, either go the wrong way or get, get flattened out, you start getting you know, syndromes where your muscles have to take over and do more work because mechanically they're out of position. So what does that mean? You need good posture. You need good posture just so you can think successful thoughts and with serotonin and dopamine going in and not have fear. No wonder everyone's fearful and they can control everyone. This is just my idea that they're out there and you have generalized anxiety with everyone because you're putting them in a bad position. Now that's choice. I'm sitting here with my elbows against the table pushed back so I can maintain an upright head and my chest up. That's just the way I do it. I actually use my forearms to keep me back than leaning into it. And yes, it feels so much easier to slump. Of course it does. I'm not denying that. You know, poor posture feels good sometimes. Yeah, so does a six-pack of Budweiser. Okay, and doing it every day is not good for you. Either is poor posture. Some of the things that we think are good for us are actually the worst thing for good for us in the short term. Things that are good for us in the short term are worse for us in the long term. And poor posture is one of them. If you want to think clearer, have a better memory, have better attitude and happier hormones, focus on your posture. You'd be amazed how confident you are when you have your chin up and your head back. It's amazing how these old behavior neurological codes, you fire up 
you know, tectospinal, you fire up rubospinal, you fire up um, spinal reticular um, tracts in your spinal cord. They all get fired up. And guess what? They send information. Some of them actually go to your brainstem, not to your motor cortex in the top of your head, but in the back of your head. That is ancient, has been around for millions of years for basic life functions like confidence, emotions, like strength strength of character, strength of will, strength of body. So posture is just not about, you know, getting that old grandmother's hump. We call it a Dowinger's hump. But posture is about how you behave and how you think. That's something to think about. And it's easy. You don't have to go to a psychologist. I hate to take their money away. I know. Take some work away from them. Or a psychiatrist, a head shrinker. Just get your chest up and your head up and learn to breathe. And you'd be amazed how your thinking changes. You start seeing possibilities and opportunities instead of challenges and barriers and obstacles. You find ways around them just by your body position. Sorry, we're animals and that's how it works. Sleeping position. You need to sleep to maintain all those curves. And that's usually on the side. If you're big like me, I use many pillows to maintain my arm position, um, pillows between my knees, but sleeping posture is very important. That's where you spend a third to a quarter of your life sleeping, recovering. And if you're not in a good position so your spine can recover, so your neurology can recover, you're not going to. So, you know, that means you have to have good air. You may need a CPAP. Go get it checked out. Go get a sleep study. Find out a position that maintains those three curves. And if you don't know how to maintain the three curves in good posture while sleeping or standing or sitting, go talk to a good chiropractor, physical therapist, or there's some really good personal trainers out there, athletic trainers, that actually have some skills and could show you good posture. Again, why is it important? Because you're going to think better think clearer, have a better memory, and be happy by something. Eh, it'll be active the first couple months you do it, get good posture. After that, it'll become habit and you won't even think about it. And then you're going to be wondering why you think like a winner. Surprise everybody, your family next holidays. Nobody's getting together on the holidays this year. Surprise them with a whole new mentality based on keeping your head up, your chin up your chest up, your shoulders back and down, and breathing low and slow in your belly. It's cheap, it's free, and it has no side effects except a better, passionate life. And this has been another Fact Podcast.